0: then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. All right, this week we are going to talk about getting out of a funk. And so, I don't know, it's funk, it's kind of a funky word, I suppose. It's, um, I guess that's my word for it from childhood, I suppose. So I'm dating myself, but it's anytime we're just kind of in a negative just like blah kind of space and maybe we can't rally or maybe our thoughts just keep drifting to all the things that could go wrong, the catastrophizing or thinking about how bad our day was or bad our weekend was or just, you know, blah. And uh, I think it's easy right it i mean getting into a funk is pretty easy to do like you just kind of take like a rough weekend or some unmet expectations that you might have had could have been dog related could have been life related and maybe add like a dash of like bad news from the news person on the interwebs or tv and um you know a car that needs an oil change or whatever and all of a sudden you got yourself a funk <laughs> right or worse yet you string a few bad weekends together and all of a sudden you quote can't do anything right so funks are pretty easy to get into, but we cannot do anything positive from a negative headspace. I mean, that's like a rule number one of manifesting, right? Or actually of mindset work, uh, manifesting too, but we're not going there <laughs> necessarily so much. But like from a mindset work, like so much of what we do is to get ourselves thinking along the lines of being positive and realizing that we can embrace this growth mindset. And from a growth mindset, we believe that growth is always possible. Improvement is always possible. That with some amount of effort, maybe a little resources thrown in there, that we can improve our fill in the blank, right? Our handling, our, our, our Q rate, our our job, our anything, our relationships, anything. But we have to believe that that's positive or possible rather. And if we're feeling negative about all the things, um, not much positive is going to come from that, right? And so what we need to do is really have some tools at the ready to turn that around. Well, the other morning, I got a chance to practice exactly what I'm talking about. I just woke up in a complete funk. Like, I mean, I opened my eyes and I was already like, <laughs> you know, just like not feeling great about the day or my odds on the day. And I was like, this is ridiculous. You know, I recognized it right away because of course it doesn't feel good. Like it doesn't feel good to be in this headspace. It doesn't, you know, feel good to interact with your dogs from this headspace, even to like wake up out of bed, put your feet on the floor and let dogs out and feed them. you like, Who wants to do that from like being like crabby and in a funk and in a woe is me sort of moment? Um, But that was me. And so I needed to reach into my toolbox and I pulled out two of my favorite tools. And um, it's funny because I actually... I did one thing and then I changed the order of these two like shouldn't be that complicated it's only two but I'm gonna tell you what I did what didn't work and what did work (laughs) okay because it's the real real let's do it so the first thing I knew about myself is like okay you, you know this is ridiculous you got to pull yourself out of it and we don't usually pull ourselves out of it instantly. It's not necessarily like someone just picks us up by the shoulders out of the well and and sets us down next to the well in this like sunny meadow and like life is good again, right? Usually we have to climb out. And those of us who uh, do dogs by ourselves, like sometimes we're on our own to pull ourselves out of that that well, right? And so the first tool I went to is tried and true is gratitude. And I started listing off all the things that um, were great, right? All the things I was grateful for. And I always start with some similar thing. I start out with my health. I start out with like, I, I say like, um you know, 15 years with Dugan, who was my first dog out of college. And I say in nine years with karma, you know, I say those kinds of things. Like I start the same way because it gives me momentum. All right. So, and I say like my health and I, and my, and I say our safety. Okay. Because those are all really important things that we, it's really easy to take for granted, but are kind of crucial to like the rest of our lives and I started off with that but very quickly my mind got distracted and almost like overridden right it was almost overridden with my negative thoughts that's how big of a funk I woke up in and so I was like oh like I can't even like stay focused on my gratitude list which usually is a like I said is a very good tool we're going to come back to it but usually it's a very good tool but I was leading with it and it wasn't working and i was like so then that made me mad right so that made me feel more negative i was like well this isn't working bah. and uh so um i i went to another tool right and that's why we need multiple tools in our tool bag and that's why we need to practice with them because we need to know what works when and the next tool i grabbed for is i played the what if game all right super easy game you can play so all of those negative thoughts I was having, I turned them around and I thought of new ones and they all started with what if. And so instead of, for instance, like, you know, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do XYZ, I just said, what if X, Y, Z is just easy for me? What if, you know, my day works out great? What if that meeting I'm dreading is just canceled for me? And I don't even have to like worry about it. Um, what if, um you know that seminar i wanted opens up this week and i get a spot what if and it could be things that are immediate or it could be things that are out in the future right what if i'm able to go to that trial that i'm waitlisted for right i'm just grabbing for easy stuff but start with the easy stuff start with the things that are readily available and what the what if game does for me is it gets me not only thinking in the positive and reframing quite frankly, all of my worries and all of my concerns, um, from the negative into the positive, it also gets me visualizing. And when you start to visualize and you start to think about what do I want my life to look like? And what if that just happened? What if that were possible? What if, because the truth is, is like, yeah, maybe you're 50th on the wait list. Uh, for an upcoming trial or something, but like crazier things have happened, right? I've gotten in off of pretty deep on a wait list before. It can happen. You don't know what's going on, you know? And so we start to visualize then and we get into this really positive, almost dreamy state of using what if to really put us in not only a better mindset, but also get a lot of clarity on what we want to happen, Because so much of our funks of our worrying and of all of that stuff is is focusing on what we don't want to happen. And those who are very devout, I will say, uh, believers in manifesting know that we cannot produce anything with something you don't want. Because the brain scientifically doesn't really hear the not part of it. It just hears the do part of it. So when you're saying don't, contraction for do not, your brain just hears the do. It just hears the thing. So like, I don't want pink elephants. All of a sudden, all you can think about is pink elephants, right? And oversimplified, but that is basically what happens. So when we when we focus on all the things we don't want, you know, we don't want to have a negative balance in our checkbook, or we don't want to have to take the car in for an oil change, or we don't want to, you know, for it to rain this afternoon, or whatever it is, all the universe or whatever hears and all your subconscious, which is even more powerful, hears, well, maybe not more powerful than the universe, but work with it. Um, um, what all your subconscious hears is, you know, rain this afternoon, you know, flat tire, um, you know, et cetera, And it's not hearing the thing that you want. So when we play the what if game, we instantly reframe everything we're thinking about, everything we want with clarity, and we do so in the positive. And I just personally found it so powerful. And it immediately put me in a better state of mind. It put me in a creative mindset. Um, It actually got me excited and motivated because I'm like, yeah, what if that happens? What if that happens? That would be so cool. And then as I got up and moving, (coughs) excuse me, um, then I went back to gratitude. Because from a more pot, like I actually had to be more positive to even be grateful, all right. So if you've ever tried that, the, that quote, gratitude practice, and you've been like, ah, it doesn't work for me. Rah, 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 you might have started it in a negative. You might be too negative, right? To even be grateful, right? Which sounds insane to say, but having just experienced it, I know that it's true and possible. So for me, playing the what if game got me positive and excited and got my energy up and got me thinking about what's possible and what I really want and what I really truly hope would happen. And then I went to gratitude and man, I could list out hundreds of things right? From the mundane of like having enough dog food for my dogs or having that supplement just arrive or something like that, which is pretty basic to having gotten into trial or being able to go visit friends this coming weekend or whatever it is that you are grateful for. Again, nothing is too small because what you're working on is raising your mindset to the positive and having it stay there. We don't want to just bounce up and down like, you know, some sort of like I don't know, heart attack, EKG, like I don't even know. I'm just picturing this like, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down. Like it's exhausting. It's also exhausting to our physiology because to react to the negative and then to the positive and it's actually really pretty mentally and physically taxing to do that. So we want to be able to keep ourselves in a positive state and stay in a positive state and then work from there. Now go work your dogs from a positive state. Now go, heck, mow the lawn from a positive state. Go answer those emails. You're going to probably be nicer when you answer them uh, than you might have, you know, in your negative state. So good things are going to happen or can only happen when we are being positive with our mindset. And so it's really important to have some tools that we know and love like in our back pockets that can grab us and shake us by the shoulders if need be and get us reformatted, right? It's like just rewiring our brain um, and just saying like, no, no, we're going to focus here. We're going to focus up um, because we have to do things from the positive. If you've ever tried to work your dog when you were already a bad mood, You know, that didn't go well because dogs are so sensitive, right? They read our moods. Yet if you go out and you're excited to work them or just walk them, you know, morning walk, um, it goes, it's a lot more fun. Right? I've definitely taken my dogs out in the morning, you know, especially in places where I lived that I had to walk them, right? I couldn't just like throw them out in the backyard. Um, and when you're all grumpy pants and you're just like, Mow,ow,ow. well, nobody's having fun. You're not having fun. The dogs aren't having fun. Your fuse is shorter. You're being less patient. Um, you know, the birds are annoying you instead of like singing beautifully in your ear like Snow White. You know what I mean? Like, it's just all different. And we owe it to our dogs. We owe it to the people around us. We owe it to the progress that we are trying to make on this like mindset and like mental game journey um, because it will make us a better handler. If you go out and train, let's say, let's say you're like, man, I don't know how much this mindset stuff works. Okay. But if you go to a seminar and you're in a positive mindset and you want to learn and you think, growth is possible and you are open and you like just ready to do it and you go you're gonna get so much more out of that seminar whereas if you show up and you're like "Ah, why don't I even sign up for the seminar I'm not sure I can afford it like last time I was here the food was terrible or like whatever it is you're not gonna have the same experience so even if you are only working on skills you need to work on skills from a positive mindset you need to pick up a leash from a positive mindset and so sometimes life holds us back from that so and that's why you know the the coaching that i do the memberships that i do like all of my stuff it sort of intertwines between like just life in general and our dog world because a let's be honest our dogs are our lives um or for a lot of us they are but because they live with us and we're always interacting with them we want those relationships to be as positive as possible and also you know so many Other things come from other parts of our lives, right? Relationships, jobs, you know, what happened with the car today or didn't happen with the car today or buying new houses or like all of this other stuff. Like we have a whole life going on. We are a whole person. And so we have to be able to take care of that because we know everything travels down the leash, whether we're holding a leash or we're just sitting on the couch and our dog is like, oh, looks like you're having a bad day. Probably not getting a good long walk today, are we? You know? So, so that so those are my I don't even want to overcomplicate it we're not even going to keep going on about it because I think that those are my two favorite tools and probably last week I would have said like always go with gratitude first and like I'm saying like gratitude didn't work for me first it worked for me great second but first that what if game I'm telling you like I was ready to like buy some red lipstick so I could write it on my mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I don't currently own any red lipstick to write on my mirror. Um, And it would be messy and my OCD would kick in and that would be terrible. But anyway, write it on your mirror, write it on a sticky note, carry it around on, you know, like a three by five card that's in your car as you're driving to the trial. You know, if you're driving to a trial and you're like, not sure how it's going to go. Well, like, what if it all goes well? What if the course that they set that day is perfect for you and your dog and where you are in your skills? Um, You know, what if that judge makes a call in your favor, you know, or what if in the obedience ring, it's that, it's that same building you've been to before, but it's your favorite ring where you're set up. You know, um, what if there is great crating for you? What if the weather is just enough cooler that, you know, you don't have to worry about your dogs getting hot, you know, uh, what if, what if, what if play that, what if game, get yourself in a a mental, good mental space and have fun with it and visualize it and take a thought. And don't just, this isn't an exercise where you can think of like, oh my God, do I have to come up with a hundred what ifs? No, if you came up with two and you spent time like living in that idea of like, You know, let's let's go back to that like perfect course for agility and your skills. Like, what if you just spend a moment like visualizing what it's going to be like to be in that ring and running your dog? And the course is great, and it's perfectly set up for your dog and your skills and the way they like to run. And you're everywhere you need to be, and your dog is right next to me, and you're so connected, and it just feels smooth and. I mean, that's the run that you're going to replay in your head over and over. And like the cue isn't even a question because you're just having so much fun running and it's just, it gets to be easy and flowy and fun and amazing. That's fun. That's a fun what if. That's a fun place to go. And it gets you in good energy. It gets you visualizing all the things. So spend time in these what if scenarios that you create and really feel what it would feel like in your body. Does it have a sound? Does it have a, like, what does it look like? Is there, is there a smell even? Like what, what are all the senses that you can incorporate into these moments? And you're doing, you know, like I said, it's part visualizing. It's uh, part clarity because you get really clear on what it is that you want. And it's a whole bunch of getting you into a positive mindset. So, what if has definitely, every week I have um, a planner, I have I use technology, I love my, you know, Apple calendar and my phone, keeps me sane, um, but I also like to write things out and in every week when I look at my week ahead, like on Sunday nights, I plan out the whole week and um, I have a giant what if, like across like multiple days because I have a week view in my calendar situation. And um, I just have a big what if and a question mark just to keep that in front of me. Like, but what if it all works out? What if it's even better than I imagined it to be? And I just think it's super powerful. Follow that up with some gratitude or sprinkle that in throughout the day. And I think you've got two really great tools to pull you out of a funk um, whenever you might need it. And um, for those of you who are listening, who are in the membership, we have a special guest on Wednesday. Um, I guess that makes it the 15th next week, who is going to talk to us even more about turning our mindsets into positive. So if you were thinking about joining the membership, um, join now so that not only you get all the great course content, cause we're working on, uh, performance anxiety this month, but also you will get to attend that zoom workshop that is only for members next week. So members put it in your calendar, non-members might be the time to join, um, and, um, if you join, if you join at the annual level, you just like commit, I'm all in for the next year, you get a free coaching session right now. So, um, that's pretty cool too. So big value, big values all over the place. Anyway, enough shilling, um, join, take a look at it. The link is in the show notes. And as always, I hope this helps you. I hope this helps you this weekend. I hope you put it to use right away and I hope you have a terrific week with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.